We're doing good. We're doing well. We're fair. doing. She's fair. Más o menos. Fair. Más o menos. Oh, yeah. Así como sea. Así así. You know. Listen, folks, we're cultured. Very. Very. <laughs> uh, we just learned about how Kylie <laughs> thought Sakahueo was pronounced and it's gorgeous. Honestly, but I feel like to, a lot of people out there probably don't know who you're talking be about. fair. I should insert that when we. In the middle of my research, uh, when I'm yeah. in the middle of talking, I'm gonna <laughs> tell the people that story. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you guys. But um, yeah. Oh, before I forget, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, <laughs> Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Woo! That was already forgotten by me. That wasn't what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, come on, what I was that. going to say was that Austin's best of 2019 is here, Woo-woo. and you can nominate your favorite local Austin podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The link is in our bio on Instagram. It is. If you think we are your favorite and the best local podcast, click it or ticket. Nominate us. It's in the politics and media section. You can jump there. Mm-hmm. All right, just do it. Thanks Shameless self-promo. But we yes. have a very exciting episode today. We do. It's been in the works for quite some time. Yes. So, <laughs> as you guys know from social media, we went to our friend Lee's ranch at the end of June, and we investigated it. It's in Lampasas, Texas. Lampasas. She Lampasas. She Lampasas. We all Lampasas. We all Lampasas away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a really great time. We, we did, did have a great time. And yeah. thank you again, Lee, for thank you. inviting us into your home, being hospitable, allowing us to befriend the dogs and the cows and the cat. It's, it was best dogs, the most best cows, best cat. Hostess. Hostess. Host. Host. There were the dogs. Oh, the hosts. Yes. How would you say that? Hosts. 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 Yeah. I think so. Okay. I don't know, though. (laughs) Someone correct us. Me neither. I've never. And the best Lee. I say that because usually it's just one host, but they all had us. (laughs) Usually just one hoe. (laughs) You know? It's usually just one hoe. You know how it goes? Mm -hmm. So, yes, Lee, you're the best, and we love you and appreciate you. And honestly, they're all ghouls for life on the ranch. It's very true. Yeah. He originally reached out because he uh, had experienced some some spooky things in the past at his at the ranch, and um, you know, after going back and forth and talking about it, he just invited us down there. To he said, "Heck it, don't talk about it. Be about it." Yeah. Oh. And we said, we, we were said, about don't it. Say, do. And we were like, all right. He invited us in the next weekend we were there, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. I think yeah. that was fine. We were like, okay, so we're going. Yeah. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Yeah. But Kylie did some research on Lampasas. Yeah, a little history. So we're going to educate the peeps and ourselves. She found some really cool stuff. We're going to share a few spooky tales from Lampasas, and then we're going to talk about our investigation. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. going to share some recordings from that night. And I'm excited because the ghouls have not heard these Yeah, we haven't heard it. So curious. You're all hearing it at the same time. (laughs) Can't freaking wait. Spooky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Lampasas is about an hour, 15 minutes outside of Austin, I would say. Yeah. Give or take. That sounds right. Uh, And the history of Lampasas County is known to produce more than 3 million gallons of water daily. 
What? From two springs. And the county has seven mineral springs in total. Beautiful. Wow. What do you know? That's a lot of water. Mm-hmm. That's what Lee we need. told us that there's a festival called Spring Ho, <laughs> and it's because of all the springs. And all the hoes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means we're automatically invited. I love a hoe, and I love a good spring. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, as most of the country, the area was first inhabited by Native American tribes. Mm-hmm. The Tonkawas, Apaches, Comanches, they lived and they thrived by this mineral spring, uh, springs as they were a great source of fish and were also used for irrigation to grow crops. The countryside provided white-tailed deer, some turkey folks, pronghorn antelope, and buffalo. Bone apple teeth, my friends. Bone apple. So as the story goes... (laughs) What? Bone apple. (laughs) So as the story goes, and it's a sad one, the buffalo were... Basically exterminated Mm. by hide hunters, and the Native Americans were pacified. We all know how that goes. The English settlers uh, set up camp to graze cattle, sheep, and goats, and people from all over the country began visiting the passes looking to cure ailments in the sulfur water, which, yes, it is antimicrobial, and it does cure ailments. I'm allergic to sulfur. Sulfa? Oh, no, you do both, right? I'm allergic to sulfa, which is in some antibiotics. Yeah. Shoot. I'm not they used to, to dust anything. it on our. It might be. They would dust sulfur on our ankles at Girl Scout camp. Oh, yeah, you told and me I would story. get terrible rashes. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's supposed For to keep chiggers away. Ah, uh, good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. I get them all the time when I'm out in the country. I've never gotten one. Yeah. They're awful. Yet. Yeah. They get your feet. Your ankles. My, they, my ankles. They gnaw them they to the bone. Wood. So according to the city's website, landpasses.org, which is our new favorite, wipes, our new favorite site. Your website? My website. <laughs> Landpasses was officially settled by John Burleson in 1850. Uh, his services in the Texas Revolution, he received uh, 1,280 acres of land, and he established a permanent settlement in the 1850s. When the county was created in 1856, the law specified the county seat shall be the same name as the county. The city of Lampasas was officially incorporated in 1883. Mm. So several theories attempt to explain how the name Lampasas came to be because I'm I'm thinking like this is kind of a unique name, especially in Texas. Lamp as as, right? They had a lamp and they kept passing it around. Yeah. That's like, what I would think. It. Lampasses. Lampasses. Like, 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 right. This is Lampasses. <laughs> Feeling passes. <laughs> you know? Emily was there. A I very think. good theory. There. <laughs> I like that theory. <laughs> I do. So, the Texas Almanac states that the word came from a Spanish word for lilies that was found in the nearby streams. That to me makes the most sense. Another source states that the word comes from the Spanish word lampazos. It was given to the river by the Spanish. Aquayo Expedition in 1721. I apologize if I'm butchering pronunciation. It is believed the name was inspired by a Mexican town that also had beautiful springs. Mm. Another theory that I feel is is, is possible. I'm and, still on the lamp theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's this is lamp passes. That's the most romantic, probably. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So Lampasas County 
boomed when the railroad arrived in 1882. And Lee told us a little bit about this. And the town prospered with the creation of spas and resorts at Hannah and Sulphur Springs. The famed Park Hotel was located near the present-day Hancock Springs bathhouse. The structure was 331 feet long and two stories high. It had 200 guest rooms. That is... That's bummed something. Yeah. I know it's it's not like I just when you say bathhouse, I think of a bath. Yeah. And then I think of the communal bath. And I'm wondering, would you guys ever bathe mm. in a communal bathtub? Mm-mm. I mean it's you would think it's kinda like it's gross. A to jacuzzi me. or okay. like a pool. Listen. But yeah, it's still I don't like other people's skin cells no. on me. Right. So there's this bar in Austin, Kitty Cohen's. Have you been, Emily? Maybe. Okay. Kylie, I know. I think we've been together at some point in time. There's like a pool in the middle of it. Okay. And it's really like an aesthetic thing, but people get into it. And it's full body immersed in it. I have seen that. (gasps) But it's like two feet deep, maybe, maybe three. So it's like, if anything, just stick your legs into it. But I was there the other night and it was like 90 degrees at midnight and there were like 40 people with their legs in it and i was just thinking about how disgusting that was all the foot fungus but i'm also afraid of bathhouses yeah same because hot springs arkansas have y'all ever been there no okay so hot springs is like known for its springs obviously but they had a ton of bathhouses they still do and um i went several times when i was a kid and i always got the worst like residual haunting vibes there and i was like please never bring me back because they would also do like therapy treatments there Mm. where they would like hold people underwater nope yeah so that's an interesting Mm -hmm. form of therapy Mm now there's some hotel in yellowstone that still has community bathrooms with the bathtub oh yeah my mom admitted to me when she was a kid, she bathed in one. Oh, Ugh. that sounds like such a way to get a disease. Right? They're big like, in New York still. Mental issues. Russian bathhouses are a you're, thing. You bathe in Do that they, bath. And I don't. I'm saying I have this. I don't know. But wouldn't you think that they? use chemicals similar to like a pool or a jacuzzi well because most of the i mean most a lot of bathhouses are spring fed oh yeah no i don't know about the one in yellowstone yeah i was thinking no, about the one in new definitely york different huh right. i mean it's still gross yeah i mean your own like- bath water is just dirty body water yeah so like then you're Sorry, everyone, that we're still talking about like, this. I do like that. <laughs> if but, there's an intake and an outtake of the water and it's flowing through, I get it. It's like just going to the springs in mm-hmm. the middle of the day, but there's like a house built around you. If you've ever been to a bathhouse, let us know. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that was long. The Golden Ghouls podcast at <laughs> gmail.com. Send us your scary story. <laughs> All right. Mm. So basically the railroad would bring visitors to the area and so they could party at the Park Hotel in these bathhouses. So it was like what the rich people did. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. In the late 1800s, the Passes had a volunteer fire department, a college, an opera house, churches, and a stagecoach inn. Then in the early 1900s, a citizen decided to drill for oil just south of the present-day football field, and they struck sulfur water. And it became known as the Abney Plunge. The Abney Well was open for the public in 1906. So they already knew about, like, the sulfur in the water. So I'm not sure why this was a surprise. But I guess more so it's just, like, another well for mm-hmm. the people. 
1933, the first hospital was built, and it is still in operation. Fun wow. fact. Yeah. And uh, we did find on uh, Ghost of America website three counts of haunts in Lampasas. Mm-hmm. You all want to hear? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys. Okay. I'll do I the first mine. one. Cool, cool. All right. So this one, I'll read the story and then I'll tell you guys a little bit about the spot that they're talking about. Back when I was 16 in 1966, we lived in Copperas Cove. One night, three of us couples piled into the car and we went driving. We went out on a country road where there was an old church. It had a cemetery to the left of it. The church looked like it was no longer in use. I could hear water running like a little creek or something close by. Anyway, we stopped there and then the car wouldn't start again. The guys were going to walk to the highway to see if they could get a ride into town. I myself did not want to stay behind. All of a sudden, we could hear singing in the church like it was full of people. We all heard it. I'll never forget. Loud and clear singing. We finally got out of there and never went back. That's from Molly. So when reading Molly's story, I immediately thought of a small graveyard that we had driven by on the way home from Lee's. We oh, took the yeah. scenic route. <laughs> by um, accident. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we all remarked like on how ominous it seemed, despite being in the middle of like wildflowers and a field on like a sunny summer day. And so after doing some research, we found out that we had driven by the Dobieville Cemetery, which is the last visible remnant of the community of Dobieville. It was settled in the 1850s and named for the town's location on a white adobe rock hill. And so the cemetery contains more than 230 marked graves. Between 60 and 70 graves are unmarked, and they're believed to be for infants, which is sad. Uh, Many of the area's early pioneers are buried here, along with former elected officials of local and state government and veterans of several wars. So after talking with Lee... We think that Molly could have been referring to the Dobbyville Cemetery, especially because she mentions being close to... A uh, creek. The creek. Oh. Or, because she was close to the highway, it could be the Naruna Baptist Church. Mm. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. Naruna Baptist Church. The settlers came to Naruna as early as 1840s, and the town was named by its first postmaster, William Spittler, who came to Texas on a riverboat... Uh, on the riverboat Naruna, hence the name. Residents formed Providence Baptist Church in July 1877 under the leadership of Ira Reese. The congregation called its first minister in 1878 and later became part of Austin Baptist Association, which I guess is like a big deal. Mm. Members held baptisms in Deer Creek and built a sanctuary in the early 1890s, sharing space with local masons. The congregation changed its name to Naruna Baptist Church in 1932. And the local population declined after the railroad bypassed the town, which happened all over the county. Uh, But the church continues to serve members through worship and charity work. So if it, if Molly is talking about the church that we went by, like I could totally see that that being haunted AF. Spooky, definitely. And we even said that we were like, yo, that place is haunted. Mm hmm. So apparently the Lampasas VFW is also haunted. And a young man. Maybe man, yeah, young man, old man, don't know. Just a man. Their name is Warren, and they shared this story. (laughs) So Lampasas VFW has ghosts or ghost. (laughs) 
<laughs> the kitchen light will turn on and off. The bar lamps above the pool tables will rock back and forth at random times. People take pictures and see weird images in the pic with them. If they're saying pic, Warren's got to be young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Many members were regulars there the same time every day until they passed away. Did a recording one night asking if anyone's here and clearly hear a whisper saying, Always. At night I'll get goosebumps just all of a sudden. This happens all the time. One night I will stay the night with the right equipment to catch whoever on camera. Post pictures soon. So Warren, did you get those pics? Are you out there listening? Share your pics, Warren. Share your pics, War. <laughs> War. So, a little history on the old VFW post 8539. It's been running since the 40s, so for almost 75 years. The military has played a big role in Lampasas since the establishment of Camp Hood in 1942, which became Fort Hood in 1950, which is in Killeen. Um, and today, it is the largest military base in the world. Wow. So there's not a ton of recorded history on the spot or what the property was beforehand, but considering how long it's been around, it's possible there's a spirit or two. Yeah. Perhaps some ghostly veterans sharing a drink with their buds, an old employee waiting to serve veterans in the afterlife. That'd be very sweet of them. Truly. 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 Well, you want to know another local haunted hotspot? I always want to know the local haunted hotspots. What are the coordinates? Grandma's house. (laughs) (laughs) Granny's house. Coordinates unknown. Listen to this submitted haunt, all right? My My friend used to tell me that she has seen ghosts in her granny's house. She used to live there in college, and one early morning after finishing up a report or something, she got up to turn on the TV. Then coming from her room, she heard her bed creak. Mm-mm. No one's back there. Huh. Thinking it was her imagination, she turned down the TV some to not wake her grandparents. And a man walked out. He was tall, she said, and he was wearing a red plaid shirt, a little straw hat, and blue jean overalls. I think he was a farmer. That is very specific. (laughs) Yeah. He walked straight out of her room and past the dining room, and instead of walking through the door, he just walked through the fridge right beside it. She was so scared. I recall her saying it was around 3 a.m. Mm. She told her grandmother, who calmed her down and made it made her believe it was fake. A couple months later, her cousin recalled a similar sighting around 3 a.m. Her grandmother didn't believe either of them, but I've seen it, she says. I wonder if it's a residual haunting and where the fridges used to be a doorway. <gasps> mm. Ooh, That's my call, guess. Good call. Yeah. They say they tried talking, but the, he won't. Mm. He just walks and disappears into oh, yeah. the fridge. He's got to be residual then if he's not yeah. even, like, acknowledging their presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you guys right now, the day that that happens to me, like, I'm checking myself into hospital. No. Only because I don't think I'm going to be able to deal with it. You'll be fine. Well. Okay. You just th- call us. You think okay. that, but you're going to be this, fine. Uh, okay. This house is right across the street from the local library. <sighs> Mm, makes you wonder. Makes you I didn't wonder. even know there was a library so, there. Yeah. All I knew was there was a Domino's in a place called Giovanni's. Two, oh, yeah. two for 20 <laughs> states. H-E-B that and we went to. H-E-B that had nice furniture, but it was very expensive. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That furniture was so high priced. Yeah, for, for stuff I was buying from the H-E-B parking lot. Yeah. yeah. How much a was it? Pricey. Like a $200 Yeah, like, there was little... a, like, a little side table that was $200. And it yeah. wasn't like there was some, like... <laughs> 
vendor out there selling yeah. them. It was like yeah. H-E-B was selling them. So, yes, I'm sure a local artisan made them, but I'm not sure. It would have helped if they were there. Yes. So... So buy your furniture before you get into town. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we'll start by letting Lee talk about the ranch in his in his own words. So we'll let Lee take it away on this recording. So tell us about this ranch that you live on. You inherited it? So my dad bought it 25-ish years ago and built this house. And uh, no one's lived on it. And about five years ago, I was going to buy some property... My dad said, "Why don't you just move out? Because I like I haven't I haven't legally inherited it, but it's in the will, his will or whatever. But I get ten acres of the of the property, so I just moved out and built the house. That's awesome, right? It's a great house too. It's just yes. like that. And we're in Lampasas. We're in Lampasas County. No way, right? You told us some interesting facts about Lampasas mm-hmm. that I had never heard of." So, like, how old is this town, really? I don't know how old it is, but we were talking about it's earlier. It's older than me. It's older than me, mm-hmm. and I'm dirt. <laughs> uh, but it's old. 20s, 30s, it was a booming town. 40s was a big booming town. Whenever the Great Depression was is when it right turned before. into uh, oh, yeah. this little town. Mm-hmm. And it was known for? Santa Fe Railroad. Mm-hmm. The last station is in Land Passes. That's and cool. the oldest spring-fed pool is in Land Passes. And it's now open to the public. It is open to the public now. Sweet, sweet. There's actually, next weekend, Spring Ho. That's me. Yep. <laughs> That's what they call me. But it's the springs because of there's so many springs here. Yeah. Not because of the season. Gotcha. But it's like oh, yeah. a big carnival festival thing next week. Because there's sulfur springs, which, as you can imagine, smell like sulfur. Mm-hmm. Mm. It goes through downtown. Yeah. And then Hancock Springs, some other springs with an H that I forget the name of. But they're all pools, except for sulfur springs. Do you know what the population is of your houses? 6,000 or 7,000, maybe. There's a shit ton. Oh, can I say shit? Yeah, say whatever you want. There's a lot of homes here, but not a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like that strip in th- when you came into town is like the that town. was the downtown. But then there's houses everywhere. Like the neighborhood just keep going forever. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. I guess people work out of town. I don't know what they do. Yeah, it's so beautiful here. So vast. How old do you think this land is that we're directly the, on? The family that my parents got it from said it was in their family for a hundred years. Oh wow! So over, I mean, it's hundred. That's one hundred twenty-five years mm-hmm. with our family on it. And you mentioned at the beginning of your road or driveway that there was the old church. Yeah. This town, it used to be called McCreeville, which is the name of the town. I think that was like dissolved in the 40s or 50s. I don't know the exact date. It's on the internet, though. Google it. <laughs> it used to be a town, and the church, McCreeville Church was across the street. And then the Blacks... That's the name of their, that's their family. Mm-hmm. It's Freddie. I said Billy Black at the front. I don't know why, but it's Freddie Black. He passed a away. good ring to it. But Freddie Black, he was a crazy old sheriff from Alabama. Ah. Him and his wife. And they just, I don't know if they tore that place down or built around it. I don't know. They just kind of swallowed up the old church and it was, it's their house. She's still there. The mm-hmm. widow's still there. So what's the history on this cabin specifically? I think you mentioned that there was... A home here previously? Yeah, so the homestead that was here, the family that inherited the property 
sold it to my parents. It was like a younger couple. They inherited it, and they were like city folks. I don't remember where they were from. But they inherited it, came out here. It was a little cabin out, or like a little house out here, exactly where we are now. And it had a storm cellar, like a hand-dug limestone wall, like storm cellar underneath it. They mm-hmm. had so many rattlesnakes in it that they couldn't get professionals to get them out. Dang. So they burned the house down. Oh, they sold burned it. the house down. Yeah. Because of the rattlesnake problem. Because they couldn't get rid of them, so they just burned it all to kill them all. And then they filled, backfilled it with some dirt and sold the property. Shit, that's like bed bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It was just a huge den that was like for how, I don't know how, like how long no one had lived here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and, you know, it could have been 20 years that it was just like this old cabin right. that was infested. And when did you say the first cabin was built, you think? The homestead was over, it was in the family for over 100 years. So I don't know exactly. We never saw the actual cabin. Mm-hmm. Now, behind this house, there's like a ditch kind of that was like their burn pile. And that's where like they, my parents had found all sorts of old glass Clorox bottles that say Clorox on them, but they're like, oh, you know, like <laughs> solid glass. Yeah. Every, like all the time I find crazy glass stuff, little perfume bottles, like real decorative perfume bottles. And then with my lifestyle, I used to have my goats back there. I sold all the goats, but just from like stirring up the ground, they would, I would find all sorts of cool little glass things that would come to the surface and whatever. So you mentioned limestone. Is this property on limestone? Yeah. I mean, it, you can't go, more than six to eight inches without hitting limestone in almost any direction. Mm. Out in the fields that were agriculture fields, they've already been like plowed enough to where it's not as bad, but like right here, you couldn't go six inches without hitting a big limestone rock. Interesting. So you think this place is haunted? It definitely was for a long time. Okay. I have, we haven't had any experiences or whatever, but no one's in this house really. So it's hard to say. Why did you guys first think it was haunted? Did you think it was or someone else? So the first time that anybody heard anything, we bought the property, my dad bought the property, Mm -hmm. and we were in this little like RV camper thing out Mm -hmm. over there. And this was just like a, like a slab with, there was being built, like the shell of the house was being built, Mm -hmm. but it was deer season. So it was me, my mom, my grandmother, and my dad sleeping in this tiny little trailer, um, kind of where we parked over there. And in the middle of the night, we all heard like these ladies laughing, just like not in a weird way, like not a, and I mean in a weird way, obviously, but not in like a menacing way, like a playing cards type of way, just yeah. like having a good time. And we all woke up, like the whole camper woke up, all walked out. That's bizarre. I was 15, 16 years old, kind of like it was like the middle of the night. Over the years, I kind of forgot about it, like blew it off, and then. I told you, I was telling you earlier, that one Christmas out here, I slept in the bedroom, which was in the same area that we all heard the laughing, but that house wasn't built yet. It was like that same general area. Mm-hmm. And I woke up to a lady laughing, like an old lady laughing. Thought it was my grandmother. Came out, she was sleeping. Obviously freaked me out. And then the next morning, like all my sisters were like, thought I was like trying to be a tough 20 year old kid sleeping in the haunted room and I was like <laughs> fucking what are y'all talking about and uh, they were like yeah that's why that room no one goes in it and the door's always shut They're like no one even my mom didn't like go in the room no one like go in the room where did they sleep? in all in the other rooms or yeah, they would they like make pallets they were like literally on this tile like in, rather than sleeping in the room yeah they felt and like so I was like looking around and there's like it was we don't have Christmas out here anymore but back then we did mm-hmm. 
It was like nieces, nephews, grandparents sleeping yeah. on pallets and on no tiles. Sleep in that room. And it, it was two bedroom, two little uh, twin beds in there. And I was like, why is no one in here? So I went and slept. Now I know why. So then, fast forward eight years or so, I got engaged. My ex fiance had a kid. We would come out here, and at the time, my brother, like during deer season, mm-hmm. and my brother and his, at the time, girlfriend, but now they're married, they would sleep in the back bedroom. My dad would sleep in his bedroom, and that was the only bedroom, and it had two beds. So I just didn't tell them <laughs> that it was haunted. Because I'm like, they'll never fucking come out here. Yeah. And then I'll never get to go hunting anymore because my <laughs> fiance doesn't like going out here. So I just never told them. And uh, we never heard anything. Well, then when that all happened, like the next spring in the front, there's a, we'll show, show you tomorrow, there's this huge tree and it's it's hard to explain without seeing it. It's an enormous tree. But that next spring, all these peach trees started growing underneath that. And then ever since that, we haven't really had any, haven't heard laughing, haven't heard anything. Fast forward even farther when I moved out here, I went into town for the, um, the Lampasas uh, Museum was having like an open, it's like a closed small museum, but they were having like an open house. And the ladies were telling me about McCreeville, which was the town it used to be, mm-hmm. and how the lady, I forget now the name of the family that lived here, but she back in like when there was still Indians and stuff out here, she was the healer for the area. And she had a huh. peach orchard. Uh, yeah. So that's when it all so kind of got. The peach trees may be put, put around yeah, May. Like this could be, I mean, this was like my theory back then. And my mom obviously loves it. Doesn't matter now because we were not married. But that I like brought the, like my family into that room. That she like was happy or whatever. And then the peaches started growing, you know, Aww. something like that. But um, to be honest, when I, and when I moved out here five years ago, I was sleeping in that room. Cause I had dogs and my dad was like, you can't sleep anywhere that has carpet because this is their house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, while well, I was building my house and uh, I was here for like six months in this house. I didn't hear anything. I don't think, you know, nothing, but I was like way over there and who knows, but that's really it. Um, still my sister's like that door's open now, but that door's only open because AC wasn't working. I opened everything for you guys. Yeah. But, guess where we are going to be sleeping. And- yeah. No, like no one goes and hangs out in that room. I mean, I do. I don't care now, but I haven't had anything. But my sisters don't come out here anymore or anything like that. Had your sisters experienced anything? All, every one of my sisters had heard ladies laughing. And that's the. And everybody explains it like ladies sitting around playing bridge or something, like like cackling, but not in like a menacing cackle, just like you know your grandmother playing cards with her old lady friends. Did everyone have that same vision when they heard it? Like they all said, oh, that's what it sounds they like. They all said it sounded like like old ladies sitting around laughing, like having a conversation, having, mm. you know, maybe not playing cards, but that. Sounds with the, the limestone theory, or what's it called? Stone tape theory. Stone tape theory comes in. And so you don't know much about the family that lived here before? I, I, I've been told the family's name, but I don't remember it. But I don't know, like the, the people who inherited it, they were just like the last relatives. They never were out here in their whole lives. They were like, I don't know where they're from. I don't even know if they were from Texas. They just yeah. came out here, saw a bunch of snakes, tried to hire <laughs> a professional, burned the house down. And a my little dad, dramatic. Yeah, and my dad got it for like pennies on the acre compared to what it is now. Because back, they just wanted to get rid of it. We can do some research on that if you don't mind. No, you can't. Uh, 
I can find out the family name. I just don't. I can't remember yeah. right now. Yeah, no, and if I said it, I'd just be lying to you. Let's see if we can find out from the fam. <laughs> mm. So how do you guys feel about going into that room right, right now room. with our tools? That's the room. That's the room. Let's go. Let's hit it. All right. So that is the ranch in Lee's words. Please excuse any bumping sounds because we were sitting on wooden furniture and we were scooting a lot. So mm-hmm. excuse us. But so like Lee said, um, his family has had the ranch for like 25 years. And before that, the family who had it had it for 100 years. So the land has been, it's had people living on it for at least 125 plus years. It's old. It's old. Yeah. And so the story goes that the healer of the village used to live Mm -hmm. on the property. And so our thinking was that she's still there. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the snakes. Yeah. The the snakes, the ghost snakes from the house that was burned down. But, Kylie, you said that Lee told you afterward that his sister thinks that the family was buried by where those peach trees were or yeah. something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, it's just a theory, but... Yeah, so we went, gorgeous, house is lovely, Lee's house is super cool, he gave us a tour, mm-hmm. he gave us the lowdown like you heard in that interview. We used, like, all of our normal tools, EMF, dowsing rods, we did sound recording, we did video recording, so this will end up being on YouTube hopefully this same week, but it might take another week. But, yeah, so it didn't seem super eventful that night. Yeah, we didn't think that we picked anything up. No, we thought we had... We had a few incidences with the dowsing rods. I think I was scared the whole time. Yeah. Though we didn't think we picked anything up. I was feeling uncomfortable the whole time. There were definitely weird vibes. And there was one point when we were in the bedroom where Lee said he thinks the haunting kind of like centers on Mm -hmm. where I got that migraine feeling and I was like, oh, somebody is here because we had just asked like, okay, if no one's here, like we're going to go. But if you want to give us a sign and I instantly got that headache that I get when there's kind of a presence around. So... I was like, okay, maybe there is something here. And there were definitely, like, I did not sleep that whole night. Every time I would fall asleep, I would hear something. But I kept chalking it up to, like, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There are animals. There's this. There's that. But I'm telling you guys, when I started listening back to the recordings, I was like, holy fuck. I super scared. So we were in the house for, like, probably two hours just, like, sitting, asking questions, using the rods, getting a little bit here and there. But finally, the night's closing in, and we're like, let's just go over to Lee's. And I was like, let's leave the recorder going while we're gone. Yeah. And I was expecting, like, to not hear anything, like, maybe the rain outside because it was raining off and on. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the first time that you guys are hearing these recordings. The ghouls are hearing these recordings for the first time. So these are authentic reactions to (laughs) shit that popped off that night. So we had been out of the house for maybe a minute when things started. And I'm going to play the first one for you guys. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, so what did you guys hear? Spooky. Oh, so definitely some something moved, like a piece of furniture mm-hmm. or something. Like yeah, you know? like it was like they either pulled a chair from under yeah. the table or like moved a couch or something. But definitely yeah. something that wouldn't be able to just move on its own. Well, mind you, so this microphone was on the kitchen table so there were chairs and benches around it and this happened right we had been out of the house for maybe a minute and a half Mm -hmm. maybe it almost sounds like something might have moved even on the table yeah yeah and then you definitely hear a whistle like a kind of like a a distant whistle but Mm -hmm. it sounds like a man's whistle to me something that's coming out of a human's mouth for sure yeah absolutely i don't know what happened there but when you first started the recording i could hear like it almost sounded to me like a man was talking like or some like tv was on yeah like the tv yeah sounds like a tv was was on like a radio in the background it was Uh weird because i picked up like an odd humming sound the whole night but i could tell what wasn't that so when i I felt multiple times like I was hearing voices on recordings, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, no, there's no way. Yeah. But... Because you're able to isolate, like, oh, this is just white noise, this is the rain outside, this yeah. is, like, maybe the AC or whatever, mm-hmm. but these noises have nothing to do with those. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So I'll play that for you guys again, and then we'll move on to the next one. Amazing. Okay, so you guys heard the whistle and the weird, like, furniture thing, and that happened seriously within a few minutes of us walking out. So weird. We were only at Lee's for 20 minutes to half an hour, and in that time, I caught this, like, dropping sound multiple times. Like, it almost sounded like somebody dropping something on the table, but I want you guys to hear, like, the three different dropping sounds and let me know, like, if you hear anything else or maybe I'm a little crazy. Okay. Okay, so for the sake of time, or we'd be here literally all night, I played the three drops for you guys, like, back to back to back. But there was a few minutes between each one. Okay. So did you guys hear, like, what I heard? Yes. Most definitely. And that is the creepiest thing. It sounds like someone was going through our stuff which i honestly i have chills because we did have belongings on the table a lot of stuff on the table yeah (gasps) Yeah, like our equipment was on the table picking things up and looking at them like taking a step oh my god honestly like it also sounded like there was like a boot or something like walking yeah towards the table or something because so in my head i was like okay we're out in the middle of nowhere there's animals but like No, because when we were in that house, I didn't hear anything like that. No, we didn't. At all. So there's, like, pest control. It it wasn't, like, a rat or something. No, he said pest control comes, what, once a month? Something like that. Like, yeah. And even if there was something in the ceiling, which I felt like 
when I was sleeping at night. Like, I yeah. could tell the difference between something that was on this like ceiling. a critter versus... Like, right. This sounds, this sounds on the table. It sounds too big to be yeah. an animal of any sort. Yeah. Right. Dude, what the heck? Yeah. So, what you just said, though, like, the messing with stuff on the table, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like delicate, like, picking stuff up delicately yeah. and putting it down. Yeah. Because yeah. that wooden table would make noise if you just set something on it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll play it for you guys again, and then we'll move on to the next one. So this is the last one from when we were over at Lee's and then we'll move on to things that happened while we were in the house. But this happened like 10 minutes before we came back into the house. All right, so what do you guys hear? So to me, it sounds, I mean, it's very distinct. It sounds like like a bag or something like being picked up like I could hear like the like like lifting a bag Mm -hmm. with like handles or something like one of our bags I hear a zipper like someone picking up the bag and like I think because now we have the idea in our head that someone was going through our shit that maybe (laughs) but creating these objects I thought I heard a door opening I could, could hear that, that as well. Yeah. Like the it was like, a like the creak of a like the door handle, the knob, and then the door like, opening. Like that release yeah. sound that you get when you open a door. Yeah. Oh my god, Kylie. <laughs> I don't know, y'all, but shit popped off when we weren't in that house. I'm gonna play that one one more time, and then oh, we'll dive into the things that we didn't know we caught when we okay. were actually yeah. recording in the house. And I just want to say, I mean, another like an argument could be like. Houses make noise, which is true. Absolutely, but, but these it this doesn't sound like <laughs> because I so yeah. I listened to all of this. I listened yeah. to it all five times, and we had several hours of recordings. So I was like, "That's the wind. That's the rain. That's this." Like yeah. these are these are the things that I was like, "I can't fucking explain that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds like nothing else we caught." All right, so that was the creaky, weird noise one more time. And now I'm going to start playing for you the ones that we caught when we were actually recording inside of the house. So it seemed like every time we talked about the peach trees, (gasps) we would catch something. Shut up. So I'm going to play the first one for y'all. Oh, God. Did we check your house after? I mean, we can. We definitely should. You can keep this on as we walk over and see if... You didn't want to see the dogs. What's going on? She just wants to run off to the peace tree, really. Maybe I'm going to check it out, though. Yeah. Oh. It's a quicksand. Yeah, I heard that on the radio. Yeah. That was the creepiest thing. You could clearly hear, and you're right, after the time we talked about the peach tree, somebody, like, in the thing going, 
like whispering or like and then it kind of like crazy yeah and it Ah. almost sounded like they said something but i couldn't understand it but the recorder was on a table so it wasn't like we were breathing no, close we to no, it. No, we weren't anywhere close. Or, I remember we were on the other side of the room. And you can tell by the sound of our voices that we aren't close to the mic. Yeah. You know? That was so creepy. I, I was breathing at its finest into the mic. Yeah, what was happening? I don't fucking know. And that's not even the last whisper. <gasps> oh, my God. If you want to be left alone, will you cross these rods? Uh, okay. That's not right. Why do you do that? Oh my god, I'm freaked out. Oh my god, I got it out. Listen out. We're done. <laughs> that was We're weird. Done. That was our answer. <laughs> Didn't we fully charge it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this was the end of us recording in the second bedroom of the three bedrooms that we recorded in. And I had asked, like, if you want us to leave, can you cross these rods? And immediately after, the camera died after it was fully charged. Oh, my God, I'm going to be sick. So we were like, what the fuck was that? But what did you guys hear? I heard, okay, can I just say it? Cause I no, like tell me what you said. Okay. Emily's like visibly shook yeah okay you you hear you say if you're if, if you want to be left alone if you want to be left alone can you cross these rods oh my god I'm sh- I have goosebumps and then you hear a whisper say I'm here I'm here and then the camera and then the turns camera off dies. oh I have chills I know, and it's I right sick it's like right between you saying you know cross the rods and then one of us, or I said, what was, was that? that? Because the camera turns off. Exactly, because the camera turned off right when he said, I'm here. Yeah. So that... What did you hear? I knew, I heard two syllables, but I couldn't make out what it was. Yeah, I heard, I heard two syllables, but I listened to it so many times, and I was like, I'm honestly not sure what I hear. It's Am like, I hearing anything? It sounds literally like, I'm here. You can, it, and it's the same type of voice it's that like we heard at the beginning an, like, like a, a whisper yeah. weird and then the camera effing and dies. then the camera yeah. turned off that freaked us out because again we, it was fully charged it was fully charged we hadn't been using it Mm-mm. it was a brand new battery yeah. brand new battery that was fully charged i feel sick i feel like i'm gonna <laughs> vomit and oh my god vomit on a sweater already <laughs> mom's spaghetti mom's here already <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I don't know, y'all. So that night we thought, nah, but. I did it. A whole night I was scared. But I heard things, but I was like, house. I really thought mm-hmm. I was going to get murdered. House really, makes noise. In the wilderness, kind of like a in the cold, the in cold blood, you know? Yeah. Like one of those, you know, out in mm. your farmhouse. Somebody comes in for money and they just, we get murdered. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I didn't know my chills we're from an actual source. Yeah. I'll play that one for for the folks one more time. So y'all can give us your honest opinions. Do you hear anything? Are we fucking crazy? Let us know. If you want to be left alone, will you cross these rods? What was that? Uh, okay. That's not right. Why do you do that? Oh my god, I'm freaked out. Oh my god, I gotta go. Listen out. We're done. <laughs> that was We're weird. Done. That was our answer. <laughs>
Didn't we fully charge it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now that I'm hearing it again, I almost hear, like, I say, if you want to be left alone, can you cross these rods? And I hear, I want to. I hear that also after you've just said that. But, but again, we don't know if that's what I don't know. we yeah. want we to, to hear. To the people. To the people. What, what do you, you hear? hear? You guys weren't there, so maybe your ears are clear. <sighs> Y'all let us know. But that Shit. was clearly somebody whispering into the camera, and then they killed it. I'm fucking yeah. sweating. I yeah. want to vomit. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Again, let us know what you guys hear. I think we're feeling ill now because yeah. we're spooked. You know, I felt scared when I shared this with myself, but now that <laughs> other people are sharing in it with me, I'm that was more too scared. Real. Yeah. yeah. That was like that was yeah. somebody not that we thought was in the room. Yeah. And then the camera died. Yep. I'm suspicious as fuck. Yeah. We're suspicious. Yeah. <sighs> Until you can, next time. You can time. hear that. Beep, 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 beep. Yep. Oh. And again, Lee, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Lee. We yes, love you. Lee. We oh love you. We're going to have to go said, ahead and all say. that his place is amazing. Right. And it's probably a little haunted. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a little haunted. <sighs> it is. Until next time, you guys. Stay spooky. Woo! Woo!